up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo. Ray, how are we feeling, my man? Very special Thanksgiving episode. Dude, Thanksgiving is the best holiday. I won't hear anything otherwise. Uh, nothing better than going out with the fellas Thanksgiving Eve, waking up hungover, and then just watching football all day and eating like a fat slob. It is literally America's holiday. Fucking love it. Yeah. Do you host Thanksgiving? No, nah, I'm a I'm a road team, but I make myself at home. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I there there's I have a contract stipulation where I need beer and football on a TV in order to go somewhere. So, you know, yeah. people people know people know. Yeah. I I am also a road warrior, um, but every year it's just me hung as fuck driving for like two hours to my aunt's house. <laughs> Absolutely miserable. I always want to throw up like immediately when I get there. Um, but we always seem to power through and, and booze and, and gamble hard and uh, and eat food with our loved ones. So you're right. Thanksgiving's the fucking best. Can't wait. Got some really good games this week. Um, honestly, one of the better slates, uh, I feel like, in a while. But uh, let's get right to the games. We'll start off. Bills at Lions. The hottest team in the NFC is the Detroit Lions on a three-game win streak right now. The Bills are a nine-and-a-half-point favorites right now. Ray, are the Detroit Lions uh, playoff contenders? Uh, no, I would not go that <laughs> far. But, I mean, they're they're a good, uh, gritty-ass team. I, I mean, you've been saying since, like, the offseason that you fucking like them, and they're starting to show out. That offense is legit especially if they get like a qb under center i'm super excited to see what they do in the offseason like how they attack that but and then defense is improving um you know they take after their coach campbell they're fucking gritty as hell and aiden hutchinson's looking like the real deal too uh his he's been producing great you know what i mean i feel like he's just he is what everyone thought he was going to be like he's going to be a steady guy he'll get his sacks he'll never be like a 20 plus sack guy or like defensive player of the year, but he's going to be stout against the run can get after the passer. So he's a really good player. They just need more of that on that defensive line. That's the only issue that defense is they got to get some talent in on that D and they got to get some, maybe a nice young quarterback, but I think they're definitely on the upswing. Right. And uh, obviously the strength of this team is their run game um, with Williams and Swift. And we have seen in the past few weeks that Buffalo's defense can be exploited against the run um, not saying that the Lions are going to win this game, but they are at home, and this is a big pride game for Dan Campbell playing on Thanksgiving Day. Buffalo got out to a, a pretty rough start last week against uh, against Cleveland after they moved that game to Detroit. So they've actually been there for a week already preparing for this game. I do think it's too much Josh Allen for that secondary, but uh, I like the Lions to keep this game kind of close, especially to start and then uh, and Buffalo to break away. Yeah, I mean, you read my mind. Uh, Thanksgiving, one of the one of the trends I like betting personally. I like betting unders in uh, first quarter on the early game, so I may do that. The only thing that kind of concerns me is both these defenses aren't pl- really playing too um, too good at football right now, especially on the defensive side. Uh, Chris sent me a fun little. Like, Chris loves sending these fucking graphics, dude. It's actually hysterical. <laughs> but um, he sent me a graphic. It's like the y-axis is yards allowed post contact per rush. And the x axis x axis yeah one more is, time is yards allowed uh, before contact per rush, and like the Bills are like the best team in the NFL. Um, like they allow the least amount of yards before contact, 
But once contact happens, they are by far the worst team, they can, which pretty much indicates they can't tackle worth a fucking lick. I was just about to say, where do the Jets stack up on that grip? Dude, ironically, um, we're like top five uh, before contact, and we're like middle of the pack after contact. Oh. We're like, yeah, like right around the average, which is pretty crazy after that piss poor performance last time. But I think our issues usually it's usually uh like on like screen games and stuff. But I digress. Um, yeah, so the Bills, they kind of struggle with that. And also, I feel like when, from what I saw, like non-stat-wise, uh, they can kind of get tired, that defensive front in the fourth quarter. They can get bullied a little bit by a strong offensive line, which is something that the Lions have. So I think if the Lions can keep this game close late in the game, they may have a chance to uh, for an upset, especially because the Bills are super uh, banged up right now, too. Uh, Rousseau's gonna, if Rousseau and Edmonds are probably going to be out, which definitely does not help that uh, run defense. Um, Elam, I think they're saying his game time decision, uh, Trey white, apparently this is like the same turf that he tore his knee up on, which is why they've been holding him out. They held him out last week when they moved here. And so they're probably going to move, hold him out again. And then their center, Mitch Morse is out too. So they're super banged up right now. Um, like I said, I, I kind of like uh, Detroit to keep this close. Yeah, I do, I do too. Uh, and then, uh, for all we're saying that, and Josh Allen will throw for 350 yards. But um, let's talk. I'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, let's get to uh, let's get to some props here for this game. Um, the prop I was looking at is Devin Singletary under 14 and a half receiving yards. Um, that's minus 120. The Lions are um, allowing bottom five fewest um, receiving yards to running backs this season, which I was kind of surprised at just because their linebacking core is not the best. Um, but they have been but they have been getting it done. Also, James Cook was heavily involved last week, had eleven carries last week, was the most I've seen. Um, had a few targets, didn't have any catches, and Naeem Hines also had a few targets. Um, so I do think they're trying to integrate a few more backs and not just rely solely on Devin Singletary. I think they're starting to get a little more confident in James Cook's ability. And that's what he does. He's great out of the backfield, catching the ball. He's a great mismatch guy. So I really like that under 14 and a half receiving yards for Devin Singletary. What do you think about that one? I kind of like that just because, like you said, um, I'm not really as much for like the stats wise about Detroit, uh, like what they allow, just because it's, it kind of worries me with the yards that low, like one screen pass and that fucking bet's lost. But I think, like you said, they're just implementing uh, James Hook so much more recently, and his thing is that he's the pass catcher of the of of the both of them. So I do like that in that sense. It's just a little risky because, like I said, one catch and you're kind of fucked. Right. What do you got for uh, for us this game? You got anything? Uh, I kind of want to bet Josh Allen to score a rushing touchdown mm. uh, plus one forty five. Um, I haven't touched it yet. I think what my plan is for Thanksgiving. Because none of my bets, spoiler, none of my bets are Thanksgiving games. So I think I'm going to wake up super hungs Thursday, uh, go get an egg sandwich, and then just hammer some uh, props and tweet them out. So I'll let the fans know what I end up taking. But right now I'm definitely leaning Josh Allen uh, score a rushing touchdown, and I kind of want to do him to score the first touchdown. Ooh, I like that. I don't actually want to see where that uh, is at right now. I don't it's probably know. like plus 600 now. First, oh, plus 700. Fuck, mm. yeah, I lied, lied. I'm taking it right now. <laughs> I'm throwing a unit on that. So, way to go. Way to go, Sauce. Sick fucking. I mean, that's what I do. Yeah. That's actually a fucking, that's a sick bet. 
I push people to have the confidence what they fear to do. I'm a pusher, Katie. <laughs> Name that movie. Uh, I can't right now. Come on, dude. You're gonna you're gonna look like an idiot. I know. Tell me. Mean Girls. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> I couldn't think of it off the top of my head. Um, let's move on to the second game. Uh, nice divisional game here. The New York Football Giants on the road at Dallas. Dallas coming off a massive, massive statement game against the Vikings. A fucking beatdown in Minnesota. Um, and the Giants coming off a loss to the Detroit Lions. Ray, how do you see this one? I feel like Dallas has really established them as a team to fear in the NFC. Dude, Dallas's defensive line was just absolutely Ridiculous. all over the place. They're, I mean, they're not as good as the Jets, but they're maybe a tier below. They're like a step below. Uh, <laughs> that that combo, Micah and Demarcus Lawrence, are insane. Sam Williams is playing insane football too. I think the reason he fell so far, they said, it was like character issues. I don't remember what exactly what he did. But he's playing sick. They just have such a, so many edge rushers. I thought when they made that Sam Williams pick, I thought it was kind of designed to uh, play Micah back like, off ball a little bit more. But they just rotate like motherfuckers. Uh, Dante Fowler's eating a little bit now too. Uh, I think that's going to be probably what's going to set that game, like what's going to push that game over the edge to start. I think their defensive lines just be too much for the Giants to handle. Right, and they really, uh, they really held people in check on the ground too. I mean. The game was kind of out of out of hand, even though Dalvin was averaging six and a half per carry. Um, but he did have one long carry. I think he had maybe like twenty five yards. Um, but if they can hold Saquon down, I don't see Daniel Jones doing enough to match this offense. Um, game's also in Dallas, and I feel like they've really figured out this offense now between Tony Pollard and Zeke. And splitting the carries, but Tony Pollard has exploded over the last few weeks. And C.D. Lamb has also become that number one dominant target that they've need they needed him to be. Um, he's looked really good the last few weeks too. I feel like Dax finally got his confidence back after that injury. Yeah, I think I think this Cowboys team is starting to peak. Uh, they're super talented, like you said, especially on the on uh, both both offense and defensive side of the ball. Uh, and I really am curious to see if they end up signing Odell. I think that would really uh, put them over the edge. I think it would give Dak that, that second premier weapon on the receiving core. Gallup really hasn't been the same, uh, I feel like, this year coming off that injury. Uh, I think just – I mean, logic would tell me that Cowboys are going to run away this game. That being said, the Giants have been surprised all year. That that wink defense is feisty, so maybe they'll end up keeping it close in the first half. I don't see it being – getting like out of hand so fast, like I did it against the uh, Vikings last week. But I do feel comfortable saying that Dallas will win and cover that spread. Right. Yeah. I, the Giants coming off a loss too. They they had been rolling. Um, Saqu- Saquon got fucking just completely held in check, neutralized last week. Yeah. Um, and like, I think it shows you once he gets neutralized, like, like you said, that offense doesn't really have much else going for it. Right. Uh, prop. I'm looking at this game. Um, this is solely for, for fantasy purposes, but I got Dalton Schultz over 35 and a half minus 120. Felt like this line was just too low, even though he only had 22 yards last week. Um, he still had six targets. Dak still looks, looks to him. Uh, could have had a touchdown in can that game. What, can too. you say what the number was again? Uh, 35 and a half. 
damn yeah so that's a nice line i, I like that i like that line um if he has five catches he's over that um so this is this has always been Dak security blanket um so like that dalton schultz over 35 and a half what do you got for this game um, so I'm literally just looking at these right now, but I already know one I'm betting for this just because of the division matchup on Thanksgiving. I'm going to bet no score for no six, score minutes. six minutes. <laughs> That's a, that is a guaranteed lock. For some reason, I can't find it on any of my sites right now, but I will take that uh, guaranteed. And I'm also just looking. I don't see it anywhere on Caesars, but a sack prop. Um, if it's like four and a half sacks, I'm going to hammer the over on that, but I can't find it. So, um. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look around, but keep your eyes out on the Twitter. I'll probably end up taking an over on the sacks in this game too. Nice. All right, let's get to the last game: uh, the New England Patriots on the road against Minnesota. Minnesota, a two and a half point favorite right now. And honestly, when I saw that line, I was fucking slamming it. Um, thought that was a really great line for the Vikings. The Patriots coming off a really lackluster win against the Jets. We don't want to talk about it, but their offense stinks. Um, and this Vikings, it didn't look like it last week, but this Vikings defense does have some good pieces. Um, so Darius Smith and Daniel Hunter are very, very good. I um, think they can get after Mac Jones. And I think they're going to have a big-time rebound game coming off that brutal loss. Two and a half for a team that, has looked like one of the most dominant teams in the NFC. I really love this bet. Uh, spoiler alert, it's one of my bets. Um, what do you think about this game? Yeah, I mean, I would assume that Vikings end up winning this game. I'm cu- What I'm really curious to see, though, is how that New England uh, rush defense holds up against Minnesota. Minnesota didn't really run the ball a lot last week because it got, it got out of hand so early. And uh, But... I mean, New England, we've seen it twice. New England's rushing uh, defense against us has just given us fucking complete fits with that uh, in, with our wide zone scheme. I think it probably has to do with those multiple fronts that they run. So I'm curious to see how a team that has run the ball. So, like, I mean, we run the ball efficiently too, but a team with an elite running back out there in Dalvin Cook, I'm curious to see how they fare against it. It would make me feel a lot better if New England can like, stifle this offense to completely too. So I'll, I will say I'm really rooting for an ugly game and Minnesota comes out on top just to make me feel a little bit better. Right. Yeah. I mean, getting Dalvin going um, is obviously key number one for this team always. Um, but since the addition of, of TJ Hawkinson, Kirk Cousins, that's been his guy in nine targets last week. Um, so if they can't get Jefferson going, I, I do think this is a week where Jefferson has a big game. Um, but TJ Hawkinson has been a great addition for them. They really needed that playmaker in the middle of the field. Um I just think there's too many weapons for this uh, for this New England defense, even though they have been very good. I just think there's too many weapons, and I think Minnesota is gonna gonna take this one. Yeah, I kind of like. I mean, just saying that, I it clicked to me too. I think I'm gonna end up taking a hawk prop for fantasy purposes, and also just because they target the shit out of him, dude. Mm-hmm. They that like you said, I think that's one of the the better trade deadline moves I've seen in the NFL. It's just filled a perfect a perfect need that they that like really uh completes this offense. A complete tight end who can catch over the middle and he's also not obviously not a bad blocker to help in that run game. I think it's perfect for them. Uh really unlocks a new dimension to this offense. Right. And I wasn't the biggest fan of this move when they made it. Um but the way that they've used him since they got him, 
it it's been awesome to to see how this offense has really I mean it's it's tough we're talking about this offense after they come off a 40 to 3 loss but the way that he's really unlocked this offense especially for Jefferson over the last few weeks too having another playmaker opposite him um, I mean I kind of like the trade for them just because I like even when it happened just cuz it's a young tight end uh he has a year of control next year too and I'm assuming they're going to extend him that was and my just, thing how much are you going to pay him yeah i mean you got to pay him market rate probably right like right He's good. He's. I think he's had the production where you're gonna have to probably uh, break a record. But for, I mean, for an offense who, I mean, Thielen's contract has to be coming to an end soon. Jefferson's gonna have to get paid, but and Kirk's contract's gonna come up. I think it's probably doable. Right. Uh, prop. I'm looking at this game. It's a guy that we had fits with last week, and a guy we had fits with the last time we played them. Taking Ramondre Stevenson. Over 25 and a half receiving yards, uh, minus 112. Three out of the last four, he's gone over 50 yards receiving. And what we saw from the Jets is that their pass rush can get after Mac Jones, and this pass rush for the Vikings will also get after Mac Jones, which turns into a lot of dump offs for Ramondre Stevenson. Zadarius Smith has been awesome this year. Daniel Hunter is an awesome player. So over 25 and a half, really like that for Ramondre Stevenson. What do you think about that one? In theory, I like it, but that's a bet that's just ma- going to make you depressed if it if it goes wrong. So <laughs> it's just it's, – it's just They seems... all make me depressed when they go wrong. Yeah, well, that's an extra one just because how good he fucking did against us. He's honestly super tough to tackle too, which I like for that bet too. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate it. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you on it though. Can't do it. It's free money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm look. I'm looking at Hawk over 45 and a half receiving yards. I think I like that. And then I may, uh, I don't know. I may, I may look for a, a first quarter under two in this game. Nice. I, th- I think it could get be a, a nice defensive battle early on before the offenses open up. Maybe first quarter, a first drive punt. Ooh, I, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe. Hawk, maybe. I mean, honestly, I don't know why I'm even like saying. I'm, I'm just gonna end up doing no score for six minutes again. So. It's, right. my favorite, it's my favorite bet. I haven't taken it enough this year. Right. Um, let's get to some real units. Uh, before we get to this week, let's recap last week because we swept our way through, Ray. We're fucking hot as fuck in the NFL. Ray, what did you have last week? Uh, let me see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So last week I did – oh, this is my money line parlay that I got out of the skin of my fucking teeth. Yeah, you did. Uh, Baltimore, uh, the Bills, and Philly – all those games were close. I, that Buffalo score w- was not indicative of how close that game was, but hey, it hit. Don't matter how close it was. So that was a two point five eight hit, and then uh, seven. My my teaser. I'm hot on teasers, man. Uh, two teams, seven point. Uh, Rams plus ten and a half, and then the Jets plus ten. So those both hit. Uh, that the Jets hit, but I mean, I'd rather have lost. I think low key, but whatever. Right. Yeah. You have to send some money back to the bookie. Yeah, I mean, I should, I should, I should like donate to charity or something. Yeah, um, I swept three for three. Uh, I had Washington money line against Houston. That game was an absolute rout. Um, Houston stinks. They're going to be looking for either Bryce Young or CJ Stroud next year. It should be really interesting. Um, the next one I had was first drive punt for the Rams Saints. I said if I could bet on the first five drives being a punt, I would. <laughs> Wasn't the first five drives, but it was the first four drives of this game. We're all punts. Um, so lock that one up for uh 
0.71 units. And then uh, my six-point tees, which I had bet both ways for the uh, the Buffalo-Cleveland game because FanDuel avoided my bet. Um, it hit both ways because I'm the fucking GOAT. Uh, but I had Philly minus a half, snuck that one out. Uh, and then I had Buffalo minus one and a half and Cleveland plus 14 and a half in that game. Won both. Uh, three units there for 2.24 to win. Uh, up 3.56 for the week. Dino uh down a few units he had the jets plus three and a half and the titans plus three and a half which he won there but let's get to this week ray start us up what do you got uh let me see let's see what i got here uh so i'm starting off oh, right back to the well <laughs> yeah i gotta do it <laughs> this, is, this is this is literally if like it's like overcoming your demons you know yeah. so i'm going jets minus four and a half versus sh- chicago uh, admittedly, it's not the best matchup for us. If Fields plays, I think he's going to kind of wreak havoc in the running game. But I think our offense, our defensive line is going to absolutely demolish their offensive line. Uh, hopefully, we were able to actually run the ball this week. So I'm just doing it for my own personal well-being, I guess. Uh, one unit to win .91. Then I'm going back to the well with the teaser. Two teams, seven points. Niners minus two versus the Saints, and then Eagles pick them versus the Packers. Really like those. Both teams home, which I like. Uh, 49ers are peaking right now. Yes, they uh, are. The Eagles struggled a little bit, but uh, this Packers team, I just don't think I don't think they have it this year. I think they're kind of on their last leg. So that's minus 140. I put two units on that to win 1.43. And then my last one, this is actually the first one I took. Uh, I don't know why this number just – Screamed to me. I did over 42 and a half Cincinnati at Tennessee. I feel like both these offenses match up pretty well with these defenses. Uh, I think Tennessee's going to be able to run the ball. Uh, and I think Cincinnati's weapons on the outside are going to be too much for uh, Tennessee's corners. One concern is if t- Cincinnati's offensive line can hold up, but I'll bet on that offense any day of the week. So um, that's my last two units on that. That's minus 110. Right. And, uh, Joe Mixon still up in the air. Not sure what's going to happen with him. Um, and Jamar Chase is practicing this week. Probably, if I had to bet, he's probably not going to play. But an outside chance of Jamar Chase playing would be lit for fantasy. Honestly, for dynasty purposes, if Mixon's out, I'll love that too because I have uh, Samaj. Yeah, I have Mixon. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, I'm going to start out. Uh, I got a seven-point thanksgiving specialties not specialties it's just special because it's thanksgiving um but i got bills minus two and a half against detroit and then i have the cowboys minus two and a half against the giants um we both we said it i think both these games could start out slow for both of both of these teams um but i do think these are both the better teams in these matchups so that's minus 150 i got two and two and a half units on that um, and I'm also betting the Vikings uh, minus two and a half against New England. Again, just the better team. Think they're going to have a nice rebound after that brutal loss to Dallas last week. One unit on them. So I have two of my three on Thursday, which is uh, a little scary, yeah. but uh, could also be a really nice way to set up the weekend. And then I'm going to end it with uh, the money line parlay. I got Miami against Houston. Houston is miserable. Um, Seattle coming off a bye against Las Vegas, who just won in overtime against a miserable Denver Bronco team. I think Seattle will really game plan for Devontae Adams because that's really all they have to game plan for. Um, 
And then you said it, the 49ers are peaking. I got the 49ers money line against New Orleans. Uh, plus 112 for that money line parlay, and I got one and a half units on that. Yeah, I like that. I think Vegas is a live dog this week, personally. I was kind of looking at them, but uh, I don't hate like your reasoning on that. Right. All three of those teams are at home, too. Yeah, I like, Gotta that. like that. All right, so that'll wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed our NFL preview. Big Thanksgiving games coming up. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody, to you and your families. Big time to give thanks and watch some football and drink beer. That's it. Everything we're thankful for on BTT. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at Two Tackles with the number two and stick with us as we continue this 2022 2023 season. Ray, my friend, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy. Let's win some units. Same, buddy. Let's go.